This is the best interview I've ever had. And I'm Mark Rako. Thank you for being here. I've been sharing a few special moments from some of the really incredible interviews I've had over the last 10 years. And here's one of them. If you've ever watched the pop culture phenomena, Orange is the New Black, which ran for seven seasons on Netflix. Well, you must remember the very colorful antagonist and later anti-hero character named Fig, who transforms from executive secretary to prison warden. Fig was expertly played by actor Alicia Reiner, who appeared in many other movies and shows, of course, including the film Egg, which she both produced and starred in. While in the final season of Orange is the New Black, I and co-host Daniel Beckman had a wonderful opportunity to interview Alicia. And she opened up about what Fig means to her. The difference between playing a bad person and being one. What it means to be a character actor. And how this character in such an iconic show has impacted her own daughter's future. Plus, how she's able to find the character of Fig so different from her true self again and again and again when she returns for each new season of filming. It's really a special look behind the curtain of when a successful actor plays an iconic character on a hit TV show. You're on Orange is the New Black. That's your recurring gig. You've been on lots of other shows. You've done a number of films. Obviously, you have Egg right now as both an actor and a producer. Do you prefer the word actor or actress for yourself? I don't care. Okay. But on the last season of Orange is the New Black, your character, Natalie Fig... What's the last name? Figueroa. 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 I can never say it. I, I see it, but I can't say it. Thank you. Um, who, who is now the warden. Went through a bit of a journey and we saw the softer side of her mm. peek out a little bit and a bit of humanity. Playing Fig is interesting, I think, because there's there's a bit of drama involved with it. It's 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 a kind of a bitchy, mean character sometimes, but there's also a lot of comedy with her that's this subtle comedy. You're not doing slapstick stuff a lot. It's really very undercurrent, careful comedy. At least that's how I see it. But then you brought out this whole nother layer of the character. And what I'd like to know is how much of that came organically through you and your performance choices versus what was blueprinted for you for the character through the season. Regardless of what your answer is, how did you navigate that as a creative person? Well, I will say, first of all, it is an outrageous gift for an actor to have seven years on a series, you know, or mm -hmm. at that point six. And there is a, a magical relationship with good writers. And in this case, we have extraordinary writers and with our showrunner, Genji, that is possible. It doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes you can be on a show for 12 years and your character doesn't really change or grow at all. I have been blessed to have show a showrunner and writers who are really interested in creating very layered, complex humans. And specifically, I think they, to an extent, wrote to me. You know, um, I was interviewed recently and someone was talking about, you know, Fig being a bitch. And I said... 
you don't hire a bitch to play a bitch because then you have a bitch on set all the time. Yeah. And I, I hope I'm a really easy person to work with. I try to be, I try and show up on time and know my lines and be kind. And I think it's my hope that over the years of playing this, a little bit of me came into the development of this human. And I don't know, maybe they would have written this no matter what, but it feels a little like sometimes (laughs) like, oh, this is like part of this journey was a co-creation. But you never know because I have never had word one in the writing, like mm. not a single word. They write it in a very far, far away land called mm-hmm. Los Angeles while we shoot it in oh, New I've York. Oh, I've heard of it. Oh. <laughs> and, um, and so I get the scripts and I play what's on the page. Having said that, I've always been interested and curious with any character, yeah. with the layers of it. And from the beginning, I think I always believe that everyone think is doing the best that they can and everyone thinks they're a good person. And right, even Fig. Even yeah, Fig. Yeah. And even some of our most hated people in government, I think they think they're good people trying right. to do the best they can. I really do. Our producing partner on Egg, Michelle Gainless, always, always says something that I really try and keep in mind, which is always assume positive intent that people are trying to do the best they can. And I've, I've wanted to explore that with Fig Mm -hmm. of, yeah, she may have stolen some money, but (laughs) she really was there to help the women from the, from day one. Yeah. You don't get a job like that in the first place. She had some horrible biases Mm -hmm. that over the years, I think have, begun to break down a little bit right. and that's been the beauty of seeing like seeing someone someone's belief system break them sort of lost and finding what they believe next mm-hmm. for me i mean it's one of the most delicious things about being human and that i love David and my production company is called Too Wonderful to be Limited. And we're always looking about what is one, like, what can we wonder about and not know about? Mm. And so I think that's been that journey of finding the spots that are surprising. So I guess that's sort of a roundabout way of answering because I there's a part of me that doesn't know how to answer because I didn't write it and I feel it's so written into it. I just play the truth of what's written. I'm so interested in how you balance the dramatic and the comedy in your character because your character is not a quote comedic character Mm-mm. like uh Crazy Eyes mm-hmm. is a bit of a tragic comedic character. Mm-mm. It's built it's that very way. Shakespearean. Built yeah. that way, yeah built that way and and there's several other characters on there big boo Mm -hmm. is also one Mm -hmm. could argue a bit comedic in in design Mm -hmm. um i wouldn't necessarily say as a viewer as an appreciator i wouldn't know say that fig is has 
comedic things about her character, but I don't think she's a comedic character per se. I'm interested if you see it differently than that or how you navigate making sure that you stay true to what the purpose of the character is in the overall structure of the universe while still lending opportunities for the character to be funny and and, and perform it that way. Yeah. Is that a fair I, question? Know, I, when I approach a character, I never think of them as funny or not funny. I just try and approach the truth of the situation. And some situations are a lot funnier than others. Um, when you're on a sitcom, there's a rhythm to it mm-hmm. that is inherently humorous and the, and the situations are inherently humorous. So you, all you have to do is like play the truth of that situation. And I think again, the writing on this show is so specifically hilarious and real all at the same time in this very, very specific magical way that it like, is so specifically orange. Um, which is why, you know, we love it because yeah. it's unlike any other show. And Just, it has its own rhythm the way that a yeah, sitcom has yeah. its own. But having said that, you know, my husband is one of the funniest humans I've ever met. And I bow to funny people, you know, and I'll be at home and I'll be like, when I read anything, I'm like, is this funny? Which is the funny part? Like, I, I really, he's my like funny bone. He's mm-hmm. my funny monitor. And I'm like, is this the funny part? Or is this, am I the straight man here? Or am I supposed to? And I don't, I have a real, I guess, humility. I don't like to step on anyone else's jokes. I think knowing when you're the setup is so important. I get really annoyed with actors I don't think I've ever worked with any on Orange, actually, but I get really annoyed with actors who it's really clear in a scene like, oh, they're the setup mm-hmm. and they they try and be the the main course yeah. or they try and take oh, steal the laugh. They're not sure. being generous and, and not yeah. serving and the yeah. scene, serve the scene. So um, yeah. I try and just... As I look, as I learn my lines, it's first of all, always starts with character and the moment and how, what am I, how am I here to serve this story? And then like looking at the arc of the scene and what is the scene about and how, what, like finding the, the journey of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's, you'll see in this season, there, there are some, uh, there are a few more broadly comic moments, fun. which are fun. Um, and there's some really really heartbreaking moments. Uh, so it's been really fun. I will say Natasha Leone, who is on the show, is one of the funniest humans I've ever, like, she just is mm. hilarious. And funny people like that, and mm. I know a lot of them, certain comedians, intimidate the shit out of me and like I have known her for so many years and I still like in her presence I just feel so stupid and not funny and like <laughs> no. and I'm like and she directed an episode recently and I was just like I don't know what I'm doing what am I like I was so oh insecure God. the entire episode she I was like she thinks I'm so stupid I'm so stupid like I certain funny people can make me deeply insecure Playing the same character for seven years now in your seventh year, but you've done other projects along the way, obviously, Mm. such as Egg. Yeah. How is it for you 
refinding that character every season because a lot of people don't realize you may only shoot for a few months and then you're not shooting for a period of time and or or it could be weeks or sometimes months in between when you're shooting because you do a cluster of shooting you're not in a several episodes and then you're back for a few episodes or whatever so how is it for you finding the same character and then taking months off and then coming back to the same character after, by the way, diving into another, another character people. and yeah, immersing yeah. yourself and then coming back? You know, there's a Laurence Olivier quality to it that I never, I was always an inside out actor as opposed to an outside yes. in character. Meaning for those of you who don't know, I was never like, oh, you put on the wig and then you become that character. You put on the nose and then you become that you have the walk. And that's a very British and style of, correct. of uh, exactly. training. I was yeah. always a, like inside out. Having said that, I have a lot of tools in my toolkit, be it like uh, uh, an animal. Like each character has different mm-hmm. things, a voice, an animal. Uh, you go and, to that thing and it returns. Yep, the memory yep. is there. And, um, Fig has a very specific voice that I created early on that I I remember I sort of remember creating but like it's very intuitive my I guess my method is quote unquote with like big fucking quotes is very intuitive and I don't like I don't give it a lot of thought I it like comes together but I say all that to say in reference to your specific question I get back on set and they put the hair on me and Fig has these stripy <laughs> long extensions and they put the makeup on me and it's some heavy ass makeup and the jewelry and the brilliant and the, the brilliant hair and the brilliant makeup and the brilliant costumes that are so figalicious. Um, as an <laughs> angel, yeah. Angel, our um our hair designers, like she'll put the hair on, she'll be like, oh. Fig is back. There's Figalicious. <laughs> That's um, great. <laughs> and our incredible costume designer, Jen Rogan, who also was the costume designer for Egg, from the day one created this very specific design style for this woman, including some of the most amazing shoes I've ever put on my feet and a lot of leather and animal prints. We were going through the closet the other day, actually, looking yeah. at all of her clothes from the past seven years. And I was like, Wow, there it's just eighty percent <laughs> animal and leather. Is there a um, piece wow. that you you've eyed that if you had the opportunity to keep one piece of her wardrobe, you would? I there are two pair of shoes. There's a pair of Alexander McQueen's <laughs> and a pair of Valentinos that I am hoping I will be able to buy or take home in some way. And then season six is all about the coat. If you anyone's watched season okay, six, right. it's all about like, will she or won't she buy that coat? Yeah. And I wouldn't probably wear that coat in real life, but I kind of want the coat because the Just entire fucking season thing, was yeah. about, will she or won't she buy the coat? She buys the coat, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are those pieces. But it's funny because I looked at that. I looked at her entire wardrobe and I was like, Oh, I don't, I wouldn't wear any of this oh, in real life. Yeah, of course. It's so yeah, not me. Of course. Except those shoes. Holy guacamole, those shoes. Elsa, do you have any questions for Alicia? I, um, well, the characters between just the two, the egg and uh, orange is new black that we've discussed so mm. far, you have 
someone that starts out very bitchy and and, and power trippy and um, and then starts to become a little more sensitive and have, you know, a little more humanity towards everybody, including herself. She she kind of lets her guard down. Then uh, you get to egg and there's this insecurity and um, this control. So you kind of run the gamut of mm-hmm. all these different facets. It's really cool. Thanks. It's really cool. And, um, you know, there are some actors who are, you know, they are the same thing throughout their career, whether it's mm-hmm. by choice or whether the, you know, studios put them in that place. But um, that was one of my favorite things when I watched Egg that I was like, whoa, you really surprised me because I wasn't expecting that, mm. you know, um, and uh, it's so impressive. Thank you. It yeah. really is. It really is. I think that like my biggest dream as an actor is to be a character actor. And um, I was actually talking to my my team, my team, you know, my like representation uh, and one of my team recently said, like, you really are such a character actor. Is that OK that I say that? Like, and I was like, yes, I don't. <laughs> w- I've never been a leading lady. I couldn't get arrested when I was in my early 20s because I was so not an ingenue. And um, <laughs> an ingenue. I, yeah, I've never <laughs> been an ingenue. You're um, a non-genue. I'm a non-genue. <laughs> But I am a Jew. Um, And and I like she was saying right now, there are four things that people can watch. You know, Egg is uh, you can watch on iTunes and um, Amazon. Orange, you can watch on Netflix. Better Things, you can watch on FX. And The Deuce, you can watch on HBO. And they're all on air right now. And there are such four distinct characters. And the fact that you have four characters on air right now that are such different women is incredible yeah. and i and different than you by the way yeah i, I, I would I, say sunny is me okay but okay. there's sunny <laughs> okay i can who, see that who but watches f if you watch f although that's not true because i have a happy marriage i have, you have such a happy marriage. marriage i have great sex <laughs> thank you honey Aww. um that's not the funny yeah, part of him no. that's the, okay <laughs> so and one of the great things about a character actor that truly is a character actor. And that character actor may never have that one part they are forever mm-hmm. identified with. And for you, Fig is such a specific part on a popular show. What a blessing. Mm. And, and yet that's one of the big breakouts that you've had in terms of putting you into popular knowledge of people of you that brings attention to other work more robustly. So, so my question is, you know, a character actor if they're lucky, never gets pigeonholed. Mm. You know, I think of, I don't know if you know who Spencer Garrett is. Spencer's a very, very popular, uh, a very um, successful character actor um, that I bet most people don't know who He's he is. He's a friend of ours, yeah. But, yeah. And, and uh, we, I've interviewed Spencer before. And, um, and Spencer, what I loved about him is you've probably seen him a million yep, times. And he disappears. And, I mean, the best and, way possible. And, yeah. Yeah. But he will, he may or may not ever die famous, but he will die way more successful than a lot of people that you know mm-hmm. who had that one great part, but Amen. then their career dried up. Yep. How do you hang on 
and appreciate the success of having a part that's been for so long that people connect with you at this point that enables you to have more opportunity. While at the same time trying to shake it off so that you can open up your opportunity to have a successful career of longevity. I think, you know, my truth is I'm so deeply grateful. for. I don't know how I'll feel in 20 years. I'm so deeply grateful for Fig. I don't think I'll ever not be deeply, deeply grateful for it. And we're friends with Wayne Knight, who's Newman. And... (laughs) I, you know, I don't know what his experience is yeah. like 20 years later, but she has brought such joy to my world and such she has actually opened so many doors for me. So I will always be grateful for that. Additionally, <laughs> one of the silver linings of Fig is my daughter does not want to be an actress Because I'm so recognizable and she hates it. She feels like being an actor sucks because you have no privacy. And she wants to be a neurosurgeon. And honestly, I never wanted her to be an actor because it's freaking hard. It's really hard. And look, she changes her mind. God bless. Let her go for it. Amazing. But I love that she's. Like she's been turned off by that notoriety. (laughs) And that's been like this silver lining blessing of this role. I think for me that one of the reasons I produce is to have ownership. So I feel I don't feel tied to this character. And I really started producing robustly during this project when I was like, wow, I have this moment. I want to produce A, to help create more opportunity for women, B, to tell more female-driven stories, and C, let's be sel- let's be honest and selfish, like to create more opportunity for myself, both, you know, as a woman over 30 in this business, y- you have to be aware of that um, and to continue to create your own opportunity and She's um, inspired me to do that because she's a badass. I'll be back soon with another memorable interview moment. So please be sure and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you find your best podcasts. So you get every moment and you can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at Best Interview Pod and on X at Listen subscribe. Thanks for being here and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.